I don't know. I'm not that Spanish. I'm sorry. Anyways, welcome to the oh. Power of Friendship Podcast. Today's episode 26. No. What? 27. I'm a liar. 27. Oh, the infamous 27 club right now, bud. Ooh. Yabba dabba do. Let's go. We are here, guys. How well, I guess we're talking about a lot. We can talk. Oh, let's talk. Oh, we have a lot to talk about, actually. Yeah, we do. We'll do uh, all right, we'll do Spotify. We'll do Spotify rap first, then. Yeah, but we gotta do the intro card, bro. I mean, like, who are you? We got the intro card. Well, my name is Taylor Gaze, aka the Black Zangief, aka your mom's favorite wrestler, aka your dad's prodigal son, aka. The boy that wish he could. And my co-host. Benny. Benny J. Blanco. The man with an apple in his mouth. And you hear that nice mushing sound in your ears because I am eating. <laughs> Not Ben 10. Ben. But That's also, hot. the sixth beetle. The sixth beetle. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they edited me out. It was fucked up, bro. Crazy. It's crazy. But <laughs> awesome show for you guys today. We're going to oh, talk about yeah. Spotify Wrapped, the Morbius stuff, the Spider-Man stuff, the Wheel of Time, 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 Time. Oh, yes. And I that week, I, I did do an episode. I got questions mm. for you, Benny. Okay? Oh, but I this might have cemented a lot for me. But we're going to talk about our Spotify rap this year. Oh, my God, bro. The internet was a flame, bro. First of all, it was messing up my work like, like my it kept crashing. Wait, wait, what? Yeah, Spotify kept crashing, man. When I was working out, after I was like, "Yo, I'm trying to play some jams." <laughs> It'd be like every time you, I said, "No." Yeah, I guess <laughs> you know the millions upon millions of people were just on the service at the same time. Yeah, it was good king stuff, man. I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot. Uh, what? Well, I guess we'll talk about our artists. We'll go to our five, top five artists. But Spotify, everybody's using this Spotify rap. Well, let me ask you this. Let me ask you mm-hmm. this real quick. Because mm-hmm. they, they changed up, like, the, the gimmick almost every year. So, like, yeah. one of the gimmicks that they had was, like, the opening card for a movie. Like, the uh, opening theme song for a movie. What Do you remember what yours was? Oh, uh, the, th- the song? It was um yeah. Queen by, uh, by G Flip. Okay, okay. <laughs> Mine's was uh, George Harris, uh, Harris uh, from All Things Must Pass, uh, My Sweet Lord, which I saw that. I was like, yeah, that's, that's a pretty good uh, opening intro card. And then I think the one, uh, it was uh, the song that you uh, embrace your lover with a kiss. Do you know uh, what yours was? Wait, mine was uh, 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 Body Language by Carly Jefferson. Uh, mine's was uh, I feel it coming from uh, the weekend. <laughs> wow. Okay. I was, oh, like, I, was like, I was like, you know what? I can't be mad at that. I can't be mad at that at all. Oh yeah, yeah. Sometimes, yeah. 
Freak man, freak man. Yeah, only in the the the, the, the month of May. That's when I was my freakiest. But let's not talk about that. Yeah, wait. Oh, yeah. Mine was uh the dance off was I want a new level. I want to. Oh, really? really? <laughs> I love that song, bro. That song gets me uh, go. That song your, gets me hyped. What was your action scene? Because they had like one where it was just like the epic yeah, climactic I, battle scene. The, yeah, the moment of reflection was uh uh was uh mama was, was, was no no it was uh uh the ghost of you by my chemical romance. Vines was I forget what song, but it was one of these songs by uh Junkie XL from uh. From um, uh, Mad Max uh, Fury Road. Oh, that's, forget, a good, that's a good one. I, I was just like, oh yeah, because I was, I listened to a shit ton of like uh, movie soundtracks, especially I noticed like, I saw, Junkie I saw XL. Some, uh, some Hans Zimmer, Hans Zimmer. Oh, I mean, you can never you go wrong some, with uh, Hans you Zimmer. Some, uh, uh, it follows heels. That's what that's what one of them was too. Yeah, the like, heels. Yo, that was terrifying. I said, brother. (laughs) You want that goosebumps. But uh, the thing that you asked earlier about your top five. So what uh, what was your top five? And let's start from five to one. Uh, Yeah, all right. Five to one. My Mm -hmm. top five was, well, all right. Hold on. All right. My top five artists was 5K Flay. I like Mm -hmm. K Flay. I don't like depressing stuff. But I don't know. She just spoke to me a lot, like how she was like sad and how she felt. Her lyrics yeah. as a rapper, I was like, okay, I felt it. But I felt like I connected with it more. Okay. And I felt things. I was, I was, I was not saying I was depressed. I was just going through some things, you know. Bro, I mean, look, we we all go through that shit. No, I mean, this year has been felt, like a struggle a little bit. Yeah. Too, so but you're I good, liked man. Her lyrics, man, they spoke to me. I said, oh, I like rap like that. Like rap that has like meaning. Yeah. You know, it felt great. Okay, Who's your number five, brother? My number five, uh, so we're going to go from artists, and then we're going to do, after we do artists, we're going to do songs, right? Yes, sir. Okay, okay. So my number five artist was Eagles. Uh, old old school, like 70s to like 80s rock band. Obviously, everyone knows them for Hotel California, but that's not my favorite album, my favorite song. But they they were a big factor early on this year before I started to fall in love with the uh, the Beatles was... um was a song called Take It Easy, which was a which was a really, really, really important song in my life, man. And they got me through a lot of shit, man. There was a lot of songs like uh Whatever Happened to Saturdays and uh, you know, uh just Lion Eyes, bro. It was just a lot of songs that really hit. It was like mellow folklore like type rock. But yeah, dude, I I, I loved them so much, man. What about uh what's your number four? My number four, drum roll, please. It's Taylor Swift. Oh, my T-Swifty. God. T-Swifty. All her he was, Taylor version songs. He was dropping songs. the bangers. But you know what? It was probably her old stuff. I like that one a lot, and I liked her. But, now, I, but I don't like her folklore stuff. And I mean, it's not for me. I like her as a pop. I mean, okay. Okay, yeah, because her Evermore and her, what's her other yeah. one? Evermore and which one? It's folklore, Evermore, and something else. Brian is going to kill yeah, me not yeah. knowing this. I'm sorry, That's weird, Brian, man. That's weird, man, because I love folklore. I, I, I mean, like, I love folklore as a genre, ah, and I hear, like, it's really good for her. But I guess oh. that's not your cup of tea. So that's what, I mean, it's not bad. I, I don't think, I, I like when artists try something new. So I mm-hmm. might, but this time, you know, sometimes I might go back 
and listen to her stuff that I never heard. I'm like, okay, you know, now, it's good. Let so, me ask you this. What did you think of her Taylor versions of her old album? Do you think they're better uh, or or the or still the older version? I'm not going to lie. As a fan, I felt that they were like, I was like, this is a gimmick. This is like a gimmick. Like, you know, what, what you thought. But I heard the song. I was like, they felt more, uh, something different fell about them. I can't pinpoint what it was, Biddy, but it felt different. I got a different okay. vibe. Well, okay, from what I heard, I hear it like, you know, since she's a way better talent, like a way better artist now, I hear like a lot of the stuff that she's mastered, like she she's she's done it with like stellar like um with stellar like vocals and all that instrumental, all that, like way better. But I can see where you're coming from where it's just like Yeah, but it doesn't like it kind of it's kind of weird because it's just like it was a rising plateau from her early albums to now, but like when she's doing all her older stuff, it's like she's already at the top of her game. So it's just like, what 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 what's gonna happen? Like when she does all her original six albums, is it going to be like a like a like a stalemate, like a flatline, like you know, like because you know as an artist, right? Your okay. your whole your whole goal is to excel. Beyond like your last one, and but I get why she's doing this because she wants to own it. She wants to she wants to own her all her old songs since she technically can't own the other versions of her songs, so she has to re-record right. all her other stuff. But I don't know. I agree. I, I, I think I think it's like a 50-50 where it's just I like you. You know, I totally I totally say what you're putting out because I'm like ah uh, I see what you're doing, but I also see that like you know what I mean. It's I'll it's like, it's more for her than right. technically for us in any sense. You. you know what I mean? I got you, B. I got you. I totally pick up what you're putting now. But I, I just really, I really hope it doesn't like impact her like recording newer stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. I hope she goes more poppy, more poppy. Well, uh, I mean, the, her her Evermore and Folklore, those were all recorded in like uh like by literally by herself with like I think a friend. She did that all in like uh quarantine. Mm. So I think like folklore kind of works for like how the quarantine affected us in a sense. But mm. my but this is my number four. My number four is uh, a Beatles member, uh, John <laughs> Lennon. I went through his entire discography, and I know a lot of people don't like Lennon post Beatle just because. Of him and Yoko and all that stuff and like a lot of the songs didn't click, but I don't fucking give a shit because I absolutely loved his solo career, especially his first two albums, which were John Lennon and the Plastic Ono Band and Imagine. And I own the 50th anniversary of his first LP, and this shit is absolutely stunning and beautiful. And I don't know, just his rawness and. His I don't give a crap candy attitude when he sings. He would attack like politicians, other band members, freaking like high power entities. Like he just didn't crap. I mean, he had a song called God, which basically saying like <laughs> he just doesn't believe in God. He doesn't believe in uh, Elvis. He doesn't believe in uh, like the freaking uh, Bob Dylan, like all his idols, all the people that you are supposed to practice and preach. And look up towards, he just doesn't believe. All he believes is himself and his wife. Mm. But, like, I don't know. I went, obviously, I mean, I went through a little, like, 
I mean, I still go through my depression stage, but listening to Lennon and stuff like that, man, just hit the heart, man, because this is somebody who's dealt with a lot of bullshit in his life. And I'm not giving him a pass because he's done some bullshit stuff in his life, too. But I absolutely fell in love. And still to this day, I still listen to him. But what is your number three? Number three? Oh, yes. Drum roll, please. <laughs> Ellie Golding. Ooh. Ellie Golding. She's a great artist. She has a new she has a new box. Her new album that that dropped is pretty fire. Go Ooh. listen to it. Uh my favorite Ellie Golding song is probably Joy. And I love um Woman, the song called Woman by Ellie Golding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here's my eyes. Pretty sad song. I bang with it. I love it. Like it. Uh go listen. Unres oh. a lot. So she's like up and down. I'm I'm gonna send you some Benny. I'm gonna send you some new. I'm gonna send you some Ellie Golden. You know, oh, you better be sending me some stuff, man. Yeah, I got you. But yeah, who's your number three, my guy? My number three. Oh, guess who's back? The boys are back in town. Then Lizzie. <laughs> then Lizzie, who was my number one artist last year, is my number three. That was a good segue. I bang with it. Thank you. So actually, oh, big my- thing. Um. They've been, like, one of my favorite bands since, like, 2012. And uh, they, they're they also the inspiration of my second novella that I'm currently working on called Billy Boy. And, dude, I mean, I know a lot of people fuck with uh, The Boys in Back in Town or, like, the album. I think it's... I forget what album that is, but I fuck with their very, very first album, which I own on vinyl, which is self-titled called Thin Lizzy and dude I mean I, I, I looked at the, some of the stats on these songs and they got like almost no views but dude there is some rawness and like some real shit man where he's basically telling his lifestyle his life in London and in, uh, in Dublin and throughout his life in the UK man and all the well people if people don't know like then Lizzie's like lead guitar, lead bass guitarist, and lead singer is uh, Phil Lina, who's uh, half black and half white, yeah, he and was- he has a lot of he has a lot of like uh, <laughs> he, looks- he has a lot of he looks a lot more black than white, and the dude has an afro and everything. So this was right. in the '70s, so like you know, people are like, "What the hell is this fucking bloke doing?" I mean, he's leading a band of white people. Fuck him, and. <laughs> Just the, the pure rawness of like his emotions and the way he sings, bro. It's just it's a storytelling album, and I fucking love it. And he got me through some shit. But what's your number two? My number two. Well, you know something a little about me, you know, you know, and uh, I'm gonna take it down to the uh, to the greatest of all time, Carly Rae Jepsen. Oh, your Ray Twitter Jackson. name. You stand. Let me tell you, she is fire. Listen, Carly Rae Jepsen is the most underrated pop artist of all time. Uh, are you declaring that as a I am not, You, I will. I debate your mama. I will. Oh, you debate. Listen, Benny. This she has. She is a. If you're not listening to Carly Rae Jepsen, I do not give a hoot. All right, the Emotion album. <laughs> album is the greatest pop album out. Right now, yeah. Oh, really? I'll put that on my baba. <laughs> the the greatest pop album of all time. Okay, Damn. that's all I'm saying. Carly Jepsen is amazing, man. 
She got some, even her new stuff is pretty fire, but Emotion is the album you want to listen to. Emotion, man. Call me from calling maybe to that. Bruh, listen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Curry Jensen is amazing. I don't care anybody. Yeah. I will, listen, man. Please do yourself a favor. Emotion, listen to Emotion and the rest of her stuff. She's okay. got she's guilt. She's guilt. But who's your number two? Oh! Well, let me tell you about that girl that you were messing with a couple of days ago. What? Because she ain't messing with no broke n- <laughs> Kanye West. <laughs> what are you going do? I was oh. like, what? what? Excuse me? <laughs> oh, Kanye West, bro. Oh. Kanye West. And the preparation for his, I think, 13th studio album or 10th, I don't know, uh, for Donda. And I went through... Because I have listened to Kanye, but never actually listened in full length. And I started the very first one, College Dropout, and I was like, oh, that's this song? Oh, that's this song? Shit! He said, Oh my god, a lot of the bangers that I grew up listening to were from him, and he he got the big heavy hitters on his albums, I mean... Especially my all-time favorite song called Spaceship. I ain't working I ain't working this grave ship. Dude, that's the song for people like you and me who work, you know, day in and day out and just hustling. I mean, we've done graveyard shifts, me and you. I mean, we've worked our asses off and other people have reaped the rewards of our work. And that's how I fell in love with Kanye. I mean, yeah, he's a billionaire now, but the way he worked... People didn't know back in the 90s he was making freaking beats for Jay-Z. He made Jay-Z a fucking billionaire from the beginning. And guess what? He wasn't getting the freaking credit. Without his beats, they ain't superstar. And guess what? He said, screw it. <laughs> I'm going to be singing my own stuff. And I'm going to be doing my own beats in them. So screw you guys. And I fucking absolutely love his hustle. From, I mean... Yeah, maybe the first three albums kind of were the same because they were the 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 College Bear like trilogy. But then everything after that has a different style, a different feel. I mean, you feel that from 808 to Heartbreaks, and then you definitely feel that from my dark twisted beautiful my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. I mean, dude, go in, man, Kanye, go in. <laughs> I mean, if you want, dude, it's from there on out. All his albums sound different. I mean, there are different blend and different vocals and different topics. I absolutely fucking love Ye. Ye is that man, and I will be uh, a stand for him for, for, for the coming future. One of the greatest hip-hop artists of all time. I will say that. Hey. But what's your number one, bro? I am... Very interested. I I think I might know who it is. Who is it? It is the Aces. Woo! Let's go! They are fire. Like you said, said, dude, they're going to be your number one. They're my favorite band right now. I love them. I can't wait to see them next week. Oh, my God, bro. That is next week, bro. My body is ready, bro. I'm like, oh. But, yeah, Aces dropped a new album. Pretty cool called. Under the influence, please go do it. Pretty good. Love they will go love up in loving songs, pop songs, all the. I thought like they're singing from the heart, man. It's amazing representation and everything is love. Please do your favorite. Listen to Aces. They're really good. 
my favorite song is I Thump You, and I love Waiting on You, and, ooh, uh, Don't Freak. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about overthinking. It's pretty sick. That's my favorite song. But it, they help me get through a lot. Next week, bro. That's how we get through a lot. Next week. You're going to be seeing them in person. Yes, anyway. sir. I am going to freak out. Freak oh. out. But who's your mom, Minnie? Oh. <laughs> oh, darling. Please believe me. The Beatles. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> oh. I would have thought. If it's not the Beatles, I'm about to fight. I was oh, bro. <laughs> I mean, this is a surprise. I listened to over 200 hours on them on Spotify. Oh my god, bro. They are my all-time favorite musician band, whatever you want to call them. Not that. I fell in love and their music saved my life. And I mean that mm. hold hardly. Yes, sir. I was at a deep, dark place and all their music hit so hard. And People will say they're overrated as hell, but guess what? 99% of those people didn't listen to their entire discography. They only get annoyed because people talk about them like me. But I sat down and I listened to every single one of their albums. And I am in love. I have owned pretty much all of their albums on vinyl. I have bought a guitar because of them. I started writing stories sort of like about them and I have become a big stand and they are the greatest musical group of all time. I will fight anybody who will fucking disagree or bash their name. You know what? They could be not your favorite, but they're one of the most influential hey. music talents of all time. And I'll fight somebody. I want to fight somebody right now. Yeah. But I got a question for you. What's your number five song? Oh, number yeah. five song? Number five song? Let's see. Yeah, we're going we're going there now. So five, I'm going to go to the songs, to the jams. Yeah. Damn, damn, jams. Uh, it is Brazil by Iggy Exilia. I never thought. What? Are you serious? <laughs> damn. I never I thought I'd see I didn't see that coming. <laughs> Iggy Exilia will be back on my playlist. Never damn. Thought. Number uh, five? I love Iggy Exilia. Back in the day, I thought she. I think I, I think I know why you like her. <laughs> why a lot of people like her. She, she's great. Listen to her. She, yeah, she's alright. People give her a hard time, but I dig it. But Brazil, I like the beat, the lyrics, I like the flow, and it was sick. It is what it is. No comment. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> forty, forty, forty. That's it. Mm. <clears throat> prime milk right there. It's prime milk. Anywho. What about you? What about you, Benny? What's something you number four? Hey, <laughs> hey, 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 <laughs> hey, Jude. Hey, Jude. Don't make it bad. Yes, hey, Jude. <laughs> Dude, I listen to this literally every day when I was dropping off one of my friends from work. We listen to it. And it's a seven-minute song. It's actually a three-and-a-half-minute song. And then the rest, is the four minutes, is just la-la-la-la. La, la. Dude, fucking love it. The story behind it. The song was written by Paul for John's son Julian because their parents were getting divorced. So he wrote this song for John's son. Like, don't make it bad. Like, literally, just like you know, everything is going to be okay. 
And like it's such a beautiful melody song. It's so fucking iconic and lovely. And you know, I mean, just the how it starts. Hey, dude. Hey. Oh, if that doesn't give you goosebumps, but what is your number four? Number four is you can get it by Arke- Arkelly Achilles Achilles. Uh, I was about to say, whoa, R. Kelly. No, no. <laughs> not R. Kelly. Damn. Not R. Kelly. R. Kelly. Okay. Okay. No, it's and K. Play. You can get it. Tell me what you want, and I tell me what you're gonna do. I like it. That song is fire. <laughs> it's fire. They killed it. She said, "How up?" <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's a good banger, man. I I heard that song. And I was like, "Yo!" Did I saw it on an Xbox commercial. I said, "This the one. This hey, the ooh, one." Okay. <laughs> he said, "R. Kelly, you almost got me in trouble, man. You almost got me canceled." Ooh, R- I mean, you almost <laughs> did it to yourself. <laughs> I clipped myself. Ah, Philly Fire. Oh. But what about you? What's your number? Oh, number three. My number four. Oh, wait. You did, wait, did you number four? Yeah, I asked you your number four. Did I skip your five? Or, or the other one's your number five? No, we did both our number fives. Okay. Wait. And then and then I asked you what's your number four. Okay. <sighs> okay. And then you asked me my number four. My number four is... There's going to be a little theme here, but it is considered... The most hated song in the Beatles discography, which is Obladi Oblada. Oh, bro. I don't get the hate for this song. It is such a cheerful, lovey song. Like, Obladi Oblada, life goes on, bro. I think it's just too cheerful and too optimistic okay. that I, a lot of people I, probably got really annoyed. Every- Every song you has has like a story behind it, like you know the Beatles. Uh, I was like, dang, I don't have nothing. Well, I went deep dive, and the story behind this song <laughs> is they were in India, and Paul was, uh, I think he was like complaining to to somebody, like just I guess, just like he was stressed out, and like this one guy from um, a country in Africa, he was like, listen, listen, obla di obla da, life goes on, bra, life goes on, and he he loved that because. That was like a saying in that guy's family. So, like, he got inspired to write this song. And when he finished writing the song, he gave, he gave like, pieces of the royalty of the song to the guy because he wanted to compensate, compensate because he used the guy's, like, family slogan. Even though legally he didn't have to, Paul just wanted to give him the money because, hey, this guy gave me inspiration for the song. I'm going to compensate him. And also... Everybody in the band hated doing the song except Paul. So one day, like, uh, John left the room because he was just getting fed up. He smoked a bowl. He came back, kicked the door. He was like, I am high as hell. I am high. And then run right to the keyboard and start playing on the piano. And then the take that you hear is the take that he came in super stoned. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What is your number three? Uh, thank God it's Friday. Ooh, TG. TGIF by Tom Morello and Kay Flay. This Ooh. song has the most amazing lyrics I've heard, and I felt it was me. It was me. It was fire. Listen to that song. Love it. Like it. I love it. What if I don't want to listen to it? 
I'm you hurt my heart. Okay, I'm joking. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> this podcast is over. Back, right back. Oh, we're taking a sideboard, bro. It's about to be on it popping. <laughs> but yeah, that, uh, I like the song. Go bang with it. Thank God it's not Friday. It's not Friday yet. Well, I love Fridays. All right, what's your number? Three. Twist and shout! Twist and shout! Come on, come on, come on, come on, baby! Now. Come on, that's a, baby! That's a throwback for the first episode of The Power of Friendship. But, twist and shout. This is the is... first song I played on Beatles Rock Band. And uh... I love with the Beatles. I'm not gonna lie. My man said, just sing, just sing, just sing. That, that was fire, bro. That's my go song. <laughs> Was that John? Karaoke. Be- yeah, it's John. Yeah, it's John. I'll give it out. That song is fire. That's fire. Dude, my- it oh. is one of the most energetic songs of all time. It's a cover song, obviously, but dude, the song is so fucking amazing. Twist it, show. Come on. Dude, it is such a high energy, Beatle, high octane, fun, amazing song. We have that to, I think the. Yeah. Hmm? Do you have a PS3? Do I have it? No, I don't have a PS3. You don't have it? We gotta find Beatles Rock Band. I have instruments. Uh, <laughs> we gotta play. Beatles. But oh yeah, but dude, the the, the fucking dude the, that song has got me through some like low points where I just needed to smile, and that song just got me I'm fucking not- going. And then the story behind the song. The Beatles recorded their entire first album in th- in ten hours. They recorded fourteen songs in ten hours, and they purposely saved "Twist and Shout" at the very end for their "Please Please Me" album, for the simple fact that they wanted John's voice to be so fucked up and raspy to sing that song. That's why the song that you hear, his voice sounds so shot, is because well they're recording for ten straight hours, and you know. They wanted that banger for the end. Mm. And I fucking absolutely love that song. Man. But what is your number two? Number two is Queen. G Flip and MX Tune. I'm proud of my queen. That song is fire. The bass line, the bass. Woo! Mm-hmm. That is fire. Fire. Look, man. G Flip is what? a good artist. She's really good. She uh she brings heat every time. She can sing. She can even dance. She can play the drums. Pretty sick at the same time. But check out this song called Queen. You'll never forget it. You'll never forget it. But next. Question number two, Benny. I'm in love for the first time. <laughs> Don't let me down. Don't let me down. The naked version from the Beatles. No. This song is fucking amazing, bro. Don't Let Me Down is my anthem for my friends and for any woman that I am romancing. Romancing. Yes, I sound like a man whore, but still, shut up. No, I absolutely love that song. And the meaning behind the song is basically John pouring out his heart for Yoko. Like, don't let me down. Like, please. Like, I'm in love for the actual first time. And, like, it's just him singing his heart out for the woman he loves. And it's so funny because he told Ringo, like, I need you to hit the, uh, I need you to hit the crash cymbal so hard to give me the courage to scream. Like, don't let me down. 
Like, that song is so powerful. And I actually saw the song played live in 4K on the Get Back Episode 3 from Disney+. And I was in tears. That song gets me every fucking time. What is your number one? Number one is Don't Look Back in Anger. Triple J-like version by yours truly. I love this cover. Yeah. I like when bands cover other other songs. I think it's interesting. Like, especially from slow songs, the fast yeah. songs. Bruh. This song, you know, Don't Look Back in Anger by Oasis. Yeah. That song, there's a there's a version of this song that they did, yours truly. The girl kills it, man. She's like, no, nah, nah. I said, oh, okay. We're doing something here. We're making movies here. We're making music here. I bang with it. I need it. I love it. Listen to yours truly. Go to that cover. I will do do it. Just put me love you. Please. Please. Let's do that. What about you, Benny? What's your number one, baby? Look, I have to give you props. Because like your top five songs are all different. And my top five songs is, well, <laughs> oh, darling, I can't believe you. It's Oh Darling. It's Oh Darling by The Beatles. Who would have thought my top five songs are from my number one song, my number one artist. I know, no diversity in it, but Oh Darling is. I listened to that song 360 times this year. Oh, my God. (laughs) I absolutely love it. I that song is a, that's another one that's like you know what I felt that she said Whoa! yo that was great I felt that oh, song, man bro I mean dude it's just Paul singing about you know his beautiful fucking wife um uh, uh he had the same, well, huh he had the same wife for like years uh he dated a few people I mean the only person that was married and divorced was. John, he had a wife prior and then left her, cheated on her with Yoko and a bunch of other women. And then the other other band members, like uh, Ringo was married to Maureen, and then George was married to a woman called Patty. And of course they remarried when, like, I guess her spouse died, unfortunately. But, mm-hmm. dude, this is just Paul singing for his fucking love, Linda. Like, oh, darling, please believe me. I'll never ever do you no harm mm. but yeah dude it's just it hits me and i think the big thing about it is you hear john and you hear george doing the ooh like little humming and then you hear ringo's fucking drums and it just hits my heart every time i start doing air drums in the middle of the road i know that's so dangerous i shouldn't do it but I'm, I'm i'm admitting it to my fans here and the people i love i know you're concerned for me but oh you know Please believe me, I won't do you any harm. Haha, <laughs> you see that? Because I, I made a I made a reference from the song. Ha 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 ha. Yes. So Spotify rap. I mean, look, this was enjoyable and I mm-hmm. fucking absolutely loved it. I listened to fifty thousand minutes of music, which is like equivalent to eight hundred and thirty three hours. Uh dude, it's it's an amazing, it was an amazing year for music. Obviously, as you know, I mean, I was listening to Beatles, but 
trust me, I listened to a lot more than just them. I discovered loves for certain genres that I thought I'd never ever have. Not because I was hateful towards them, it was just because I never actually gave them a chance. And I think that's what a lot of people should try with the music. I mean, you know, just give a little chance. You know, if you got your little recommendation bar on Spotify or whatever you listen to music, click it. Or do your Discovery Weekly because you'll yep. find some fucking bangers. I, find some bangers. I found, I, I, I found uh, Ace do like that way. Really? Do yeah. you Discovery Weekly? It was Heim, and then it was like Discovery Weekly, and then you should try it. You should oh, try wow. uh, Heim, and I said, "Oh, should you try." I saw I heard Heim first, then I heard the Aces, then I heard a lot of other bands. I was like, "Wow, Spotify's really mm-hmm. good." On point with that. Well, Spotify has one of the best algorithms out there in all the, the streaming platforms. I mean, they really do. Like, they'll give you what you listen to, but then they'll like put a little bit something a little bit out of your realm that might be some somewhat similar, but a different genre. Like, you'll get a love song, and then you'll get, like, a death metal love song, which you'd be like, I kind of bang with this, all right? And, <laughs> and then you listen to their entire discography, and you're like, well, I'm a fan now, or I'm a big old stan. But I I had a great time with this Spotify. I, I really, really enjoyed it a lot. And to talk about it with you is even more amazing. Oh, next year, gonna see what it's about. I want to know next year is going to like, that's going to be crazy. It's going to be wild. Uh-huh. But yeah, that's uh that's the power of friendship podcast. Uh, each of ours Spotify yearly wrap up. But uh, so all right, so we're gonna diverge from music into what type of news do you have for oh, us? Now? Oh well, I got well. Do a little time. Let's do a little time. Okay, wheel of time episode ooh, five. Ooh, blood ooh, from time, blood. time, time, time. <sighs> Bro, all right. So there'll be some spoilers. You watched it, right? Yes. Alright, so th- there's gonna be some there's gonna be spoilers because we can't talk about this without saying things. Yes, okay. So like this is by far the best episode. And this is coming off of my personal favorite episode from episode four, where you saw at the end where Nynaeve channeled and healed everyone. So this already is on a good track, back to back great episodes, but this one was far superior because each of our characters' arcs were actually good. Because the previous episodes, the, the arc that I just didn't vibe with was the Perrin and Egwene arc when they were traveling with the Tinkerers. Mm-hmm. Just because like nothing was happening. But then we see the White Cloaks, which are Yo. basically where I saw people online basically saying they're like uh, they're like modern day police just being straight up dickheads. And yeah, I the... agree. I agree. Yo, the black dude was very menacing. Though. He's good. Valda. Actor. Valda? Oh, dude. Oh, I mean, he was menacing. And then, Yo, of course, he had to show his guns. He was his arms. Actor. Act, he's an actor. Also, the other. Shout out to the. Uh, the uh, I don't want to get it wrong. The Asian guy? Land and Mandragon. Yo, Land. he was acting his booty off. He mm-hmm. was acting. See, a lot of people, and it's funny because I, I felt it for Land, but a lot of people are upset with his performance. And I, I kind of like scoff at them because, and and the show is giving more depth to Lan because in the books he he usually just says things like really great one liners and then does a lot of combat, but in the show, like because in the books he's always described as cold hearted like a rock. He's always described like a stone, but guess what? All right, just because I mean he still does that in the show, but guess what? At the end of the fucking day, we're all human. 
Alright, so when you see one of your fellow brothers literally take his own life, and literally the whole ceremony of the, of the very fucking end, when they're all pounding their chest and screaming, that whole purpose of that, that scene was you let out all your emotions here, so when you go outside, it's as if nothing ever happened. You let, like, because remember, he said, let us, uh, like, uh, let us mourn for our brother. Like, he's screaming yeah, he was for like, everybody. He's screaming. He's screaming for everybody, not just that, himself. That, but That hit me, man. But for oh, every Aes Sedai and for every warder, he's there screaming for them. And oh, I thought that was absolutely I, beautiful. I mean, I was, it, oh, it just, my, I was like, I was like, I couldn't stop. And everybody, I was like, oh, I'm trying not to. Like, no, don't make no, no, I, I, I kind of I teared up because, bro, I was, I, I was, I was, I was at a low place, like the, uh, the water, like not, not for the reasons that he was, but you know, still, I was at that low reason. And when the scene where you saw the sun rising and everything was just quiet, and he ran, it was in slow motion. You cut, you knew, you knew what what was going on. And, like, this episode tackled a lot of topics. And even, like, the torture scene when you saw Perrin being tied up and having his back scratched and stabbed. And Valda, the white cloak, basically saying, I don't care which one of you guys want to die, but just decide. And we we see the firsthand motion of Perrin's connection with the wolves, as you saw with his eyes, glowing like uh, gold. There's something there between him and the wolves. But they are keeping that shit like, like really shut. Then you have the Matt and the the Rand storyline where you see Matt looking like a dead guy at this point. But a lot of see, and this is the problem: the show the show is like kind of trying to make it seem like he's the Dragon Reborn. But the problem is they shown him with the dagger, and and like if you don't notice the scenes with him and the dagger. It's the dagger that's making him sick. Because if you notice this, none of the other persons, people, we haven't seen none of the other group channel. Like, we've seen, we've seen uh, a Gwen channel, but, and we've seen Nynaeve channel. But they're not going mad. All right. Mm-hmm. But we haven't seen Ran, we haven't seen Matt, and we haven't seen Perrin channel at all. And you can tell when a person channels because you see the the little threads that wa- that wander around. But we haven't seen those three channel yet. And the scene where you saw Logan yep. okay, laughing. Okay, so is he a werewolf? Like, what do you mean, Perrin? Yes. Uh-huh. Oh my god! I'm sorry. Don't tell me because bro, I was like, "Yo, is he gonna wear right. this show?" I'm gonna just say this. I'm gonna just okay. cut. This whole shit out, but there's no werewolves in this series oh. at all. There's no werewolf transformation no, where no. you see bones. But that's all I'm going to say. There's oh. no werewolves. Okay, that's fine. I will take a big giant fa- thing with a face. I will take that. If he takes a big giant thing with a face, I will love it. But when he was like, Ugh, I said, "Uh, excuse me, okay. Mr. Goldeneye." Yeah. But oh yeah. But I was scary, man. But this episode was really, 
amazing and like from a, a guy that hasn't read the books or anything i was like intrigued the whole time not saying that wasn't for any other episodes but this yeah. was like no well we saw like the politicking that was happening yeah. in the white tower which is crazy also it, I, I want to i want to see a show about them What's what about the white cloaks? the i said i oh the white cloaks yes I mean, I want. I mean, I felt the black guy was like very. I like. I want to know more about his character. But he's 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 called a he's called a uh, a questionnaire. So basically, the whole purpose and the white cloaks are literally to question people <laughs> to the to the max to the extreme. So they're basically like interrogators and to 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 an extent. So mm -hmm. they kind of they they have their military generals, but they're like. They're an outside entity inside the organization, so like they technically don't need to follow what like a general says because they kind of they're like the secret secret police of the white cloaks, basically. Mm. It's it's a little it's a, it's a little weird, but I'm pretty sure the show will probably explain a little bit more about their their organization when the time comes. But good news is the next episode is directed by the same director that did this episode. So more, I think it's going to be as more good. He, more he's coming. Ooh, I'm excited. But, but yeah, I uh, I'm in, I'm enjoying it, and this was like such a positive, positive fucking episode. Thank goodness. <laughs> I liked it. I'm there. I want more. Y'all, wheel time. Watch it on Fridays. Watch the animated shorts too. Yes, watch the animated shorts. Going to the uh. X-ray. X-ray. Bonus content. Bada boom. Bada bing. It's right there. It's right there. Go What do you it. have next, my brother? Oh, the first trailer for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre sequel was released. Uh -huh. It was kind of weird, but I'm down. I'm going to watch it. I'm down. I like the other face a lot. He's pretty sick. I just really hope that it's good. <laughs> I just hope that it's just good. I I was really good. I heard I heard, I heard some bad things I heard good, but I'm down to watch this. I'm down to watch this. Oh, Michael Keaton will be reportedly doing more filming for the Morbius next week. Ooh. Uh, I guess in pre preparation with whatever happens in you know No Way Home. <laughs> yeah, I want to know. And, and after and after that little scene or well, that video that you showed me with uh. Jared Leto. I loved it. And he just let the cast out the bag. He did not care. He just said, you know what? <laughs> Everything's over. I said, bro, what are you doing, man? What are you doing? Oh, my God. This sounds crazy, but I'm down. <sighs> okay, so another question. I mean, not another question. PlayStation is developing a three-tier subscription service. Yeah, I heard. First. Is uh, first tier is gonna be ex ex existing PlayStation Plus benefits. Second tier is a large catalog of PS4 and 5 games. Third tier extended demos, game streaming, and library cla a classic of PS1, 2, 3, and PSP games. Yeah, the PSP thing got me because I'm just like, I can play Crisis Core again. <laughs> I like P I I like PSP. PSP was love. I. I kind of, I, I love my Vita. I played my Resident Evil 2 on my Vita. That's what felt great. I played Resident Evil 2 on the go. So, yeah. I still have my Vita. I still play it. So, no. Yeah. Do your thing. 
Do you think? Yeah, I think it's for, interesting. I just want to see like the price structure. That's my big thing. Oh, yeah, because Game Pass is pretty good when you have like the Game Pass is pretty sick. Well, yeah, they started to realize like, oh shit, Game Pass is making a lot of money. And they put new games on there, so which is pretty sick. But next, yeah. The Rock, Dwayne Johnson has a photo of Black Adam. Hmm. Which is good. It's a good, cute photo. Guys, I, I didn't see I want to see his ears. Where the pointy ears at, bro? Yeah, the, 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 the elvish looking ears. Yeah. Also, The Rock is also in Fortnite. Yay, so is Spider Man. Yeah. <laughs> I have Phoenix in Fortnite. <laughs> I have to, I, I don't know, but yeah, I'm gonna get spot. Yeah, we'll see. I'm lying. I'm a liar. <laughs> but No Way Home released more posters. But the last, like, like I think, like it was a, uh, it was another poster that looked really good. But these villain posters are all right. They're yeah, okay. the villain posters are just blah. But the one where he's like on like uh, near Times Square, that's one. That's that the one. Good. That's the one. I'm like, wow, they actually made a decent Spider-Man poster for a change? <laughs> That's the only one I was like, I was like, yeah, yucky. But also, <sighs> the Spider-Man No Way Home soundtrack has leaked. Yeah, won't be checking that out. I will not. Uh, Did you look at it? The soundtrack is out. I didn't look Did at you? it. All right, I was about to say. But I, I, I will. I was. I was like. I asked. Like, there's, there's a track on there. The track. The, the, the fucking. Uh, the what I love. The, 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 you know. <sighs> but no, I'm not going. Oh, oh, I know which one you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you know the which one I want. The one I want. The one I need. Please, the one thing I need, baby. I don't ask for much, please. I don't ask for much, man. Just put that in there. I'll, I'll cry. I'm going to go cry. I think I'm going to be brought to tears for this movie. <sighs> oh, yeah. I would like to, like, mention that uh, that our, our good friend, Sailor Games 18, spent about, like, $70,000 buying me and Cade tickets for the uh, No Way Home. So. IMAX tickets. I will not be at work that day. Fun fact. So, so yeah, he bought us, uh, you know, he spent... Probably like almost six figures on tickets. So not, not, I wish yeah. I, I, I no. Not, you, why would you ever wish to spend that much money on tickets? Because I would be rich enough to be able to do that. I don't think I. No, <laughs> you took out two personal loans and then you robbed the bank. Yes, I'm a criminal now. <laughs> <laughs> but a criminal that's seen no way home. So yes, uh-huh. hey, and now <laughs> I have because I'm in prison. Oh, uh, that's good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> I'm locked now up. Now you got no way home. I'm, ah, jo- I'm in jail. Oh, all right. Now, <laughs> Dark Horse Comics, the creators of Sin City, Hellboy, and Umbrella Academy, has hired a bank to explore possible sale options. Oh, man. We'll see. I guess. We'll see. We'll see. Definitely. We'll Colby Smolders will return and Secret Invasion. Oh, what? Now she's a scroll? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I think it's Sharon. Sharon. You think Sharon, uh, who's running a or, basically Mandalore now? Because yeah, because I see some crazy stuff. I got me. Think. I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah. Because like, okay. all right, because like I know she got screwed over, but like what? it was just such a weird like uh, anger change towards her, mm-hmm. and like she did some. I mean, because I weird. know she's a seal agent, but 
but I'm like, she's really like physical and like really <laughs> versatile. In that she's a part of No Way Home. That's what I'm thinking. I'm getting that vibe. I'm getting okay. that because I ain't. How do they get the Stark tech? How do they get it? You know, well, you know, every villain's gonna have that exactly. Story. So, because Electro has an arc reactor on his chest, that's right. Yeah, that's right. So, and... I think Sharon's gonna give it to him for what reason I do not know. Sharon looks like she's still in Thor right now, but yeah. But Car Car Delavine will be in the only Murders in the Billion season two. I didn't finish Ooh, season. really? I didn't finish season one yet. I'm Did on. you watch season one? I'm almost, I'm almost done season one. I finished oh, it. Damn, yeah, it was good. It was, it was hard to do a little bit, a little bit, but I was like, you know what? I bang with it. It was bang with it. I mean, there's only one episode I didn't like, and it was uh the death one. Mm. Where like no one spoke, and I was like, that's a shitty gimmick. Oh, okay. <laughs> I want to. That's what I want to see. That. That's the movie I want to see. Licorice Pizza. Please, I need to find it. Well, it's released this Christmas Day. The twenty is released Christmas Day. That's why I will see it on Saturday. I oh, I think so. I, I will be seeing. I'm gonna see it. Damn. Maybe Friday. Hopefully Friday. But Ethan Hawke has a cameo, and he says it's cameo and uh, Knives Out. It's not a full length role, but I was like, all right, gee. You're still Knives Out too. You're still in the movie. Okay. You're still in the movie. But also, Malignant is out on Blu-ray and digital. Go get it. Yes, the greatest the, the chair dancing scene in police station. Go get it. It was heat. It was heat. Oh, it was yeah. heat. Also, Zach Snyder. Oh, okay, what'd you say? No, what are you gonna say? My bad. Zach Snyder was trending because he had in the background of his photo Final Crisis. <laughs> and it sold Dude. out. It sold out everywhere. <laughs> Nobody could buy it now. What? Like with the trade? Yeah, it was a trade. It was like a book in the background. It said the the it's final crisis, and it was like in the background. So, somebody like the Grant Morrison one. Yeah, I think so. Damn, I bought mine's like years ago, <laughs> and now everybody's looking for it. It's it's like it's like game busting. But... Dude, okay. Well, first off, good luck trying to read Final Crisis without context. So that story is confusing as hell if you don't know what's going on prior. <laughs> you have to read like fifty two, and that was fifty two issues for fifty two weeks. Yep. Good luck with that. Yeah, good luck with that, dude. <laughs> well, you know, you see Batman hold a gun. That's cool. You know, the blammer. Batman with the blammer. With the blammy. And then uh, Superman right. sings into a machine. <laughs> Next, Batgirl is filming. We are going. Barbara Gordon is here. She's here. Let's go, Barbara Gordon. Yes. HBO uh, Max, right? Yes, HBO Max. I'm excited. I love Barbara Gordon. But well, it's like the first scene is going to be a sex scene with her and Dick. I will, I, I will not. We're not doing this. Why would you say that? Well, he's Dick Grayson, dude. He dicks uh, it on everybody. Want, uh, okay, I, I guess he could be in there. Uh, <laughs> I'm fucking with you. Uh, but yeah, do you think? Do you think they're gonna do the uh, the Cameron Stewart run or the? Oh, do 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 uh the new fifty two was like easier to follow, I guess for some people. And then cop ah. Oh, you mean the you mean the Gail Simone one? Yeah, Gail Simone one. Do that one. I would say do that, but I don't know. She's commissioner. Uh, no, she's officer for Barbara Gordon. Oh, okay. So we'll see. And Brendan Fraser was in there. He was on set. His birthday had a birthday party. I'm happy for him, man. He's doing big things, man. But yeah, uh, 
that was, go watch it. I'm excited. I'm excited. For, and Barbara Gordon's cool. Also, there's a lot of stuff coming out. I mean, I guess a lot of, a lot of news. I guess a couple of stuff came out this week. But yeah, no way home tickets went crazy. Uh, did we talk about? Uh, oh, we got. Oh, we got to talk about Hawkeye. Uh, let's talk about a little bit more about. Uh, go pick up Wonder Woman Hysteria this week. That's the book I'll tell you to pick up. Wonder Woman Hysteria, please. Ooh. That's all I ask. Probably my favorite book of the year because it's Dang. so beautiful. It's very beautiful. The first, it's a very beautiful issue. Go pick it up. We love it. Go pick it up. But anything you want to put out, you want to read that, uh, buddy? Before we get to the Hawkeye, get to the Hawkeye. Oh, I am getting to. I'm getting back into a massive book series that's called the Dresden File by an author called Jim Butcher. Which the pitch of the series was originally uh, called "If a Dirty Harry Meets Dirty Harry Potter." So Dirty Harry, obviously people know that from a Clint Eastwood movie, and then Harry Potter because it's wizards. And then this book series is about a wizard detective in Chicago, and it is literally grim, grim tale, like grim, grim lore, like all that, like fantasy stuff mixed into this guy who's laughed at because he's a wizard, and they're like, why why are you a wizard? That's so stupid. And then there's actually a magical world in the undergrounds of Chicago, and it goes some dark places, and I'm on book four of 17, and I'm excited. So, so I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to fill that big gap of a of a series because you know after finishing Wheel of Time it's been rough, but I am loving this series so far and I'm happy to get back into it. It's a uh, first person, so he has some nasty thoughts sometimes too because you know we're guys, blah blah blah. But yeah, that's uh that's really all I got with literature at the moment. Okay, yeah, but. Let's uh, get into Hawkeye. Hawkeye! It was pretty good. Alright. Oh, alright. Well, first off, we're going to do some spoilers because I got something to ask you. <laughs> alright. The, the whole the whole beginning scene with the girl. Yes. Was that, was that fucking Kingpin? Oh, yes, sir. Kingpin. Oh, yeah. Bro, because I, I heard that chuckle, that laugh. That like... <laughs> I was like... I was like, oh, so that's the quote-unquote uncle of the organization, the big boss. Yep. <laughs> oh, bro. Kingpin, you know what? Bro. You, you know, if you got an echo. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that, that, that's you what you said, too. They're like, you're like, they can't. It's like, yeah, they can't have echoes without Kingpin. And, bro, they didn't they didn't shy away from, like, basically kind of just revealing Kingpin, but we, I would, I just want to see Vincent D'Onofrio so bad. <laughs> That's all I want. That's all I want. That's all I want. Had a big man in the suit. Uh, yeah, and he had like the pinky ring, I think. Yeah, I said, That's a big man. But Yo, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Echo, they didn't shy away from her powers. I mean, not her, I guess her powers. It's kind of weird to explain. She had this thing where if you could see it, she could do it. Which could really cool, I guess. Yeah, I, but like they didn't really reveal much about her. It, it's really cool, but that was probably with all in with that. And Echo looks cool. Haley Steinfeld is still my favorite of the show. I love her a lot. Her charisma, and she has so much, man. I love it. I love the a lot of the uh, family scenes where Clint lost his hearing aid and she was helping him out, talking, and he was talking to his son, and that that was. Little sad because I was just like, oh, 
Like, you know, he still wants to be back for his family, but he needs to finish this whole mess that he got himself into. My only complaint of the episode was there were some really bad CGI. And, like, I get why they had, they, they had like, green screen. Just because, like, this was filmed during COVID, so they obviously couldn't drive in New York. But some of the green scene was so mm-hmm. bad. It, especially, like, the gooey scene where the gooey, like, uh, bow or the arrow. I was like, yo, that CGI looks like early 2000s CGI. I was like, that is bad. Mm. It was a high pattern group, dude. I saw it the second time. Well, like, I, like, look, I'm not saying I hate the episode because, like, a lot of the story elements were pretty good and a lot of the family stuff I love, but it was just, like, jarring for my eyes because I'm like, I know Marvel's so much better than this, but <laughs> I feel like they went on the cheap side for this episode because car chases never, like, in Marvel movies, car chases never look that bad at all, but I will say it's because it's, you know, COVID. It's because of COVID, and they yeah. obviously... Wanted it to look like New York, so they obviously couldn't drive in New York, so they had the CGI New York. I was like, all right, mm. whatever. I bang with it. I bang with it, man. But I, I just want, I just want to see, I just want to see the king. I want to see King Big so bad. I just want it. I just want it. <laughs> That's <laughs> all I want. The internet, the internet would look crazy. The internet would look crazy. It's all King. Yeah. Big. But you know, it's, Hawkeye's been a pretty good show. I'm loving it so far. Give me more of this, man. Young Avengers is definitely coming. Kingpin's coming. Echo Echo show looks really cool. The actors that played portray Echo was really good, man. Are we going to see Ooh. Matthew Murdoch? Oh, that'd be crazy. Oh, that'd be crazy. Oh, that'd be so nice. But yeah, uh, man, definitely see Matthew Murdoch soon, if you know. If you oh. already know. But yeah. We have the Spider-Man into this, across the Spider-Verse trailer. Part one. Listen. Listen. Malcolm Riles is my baby. Okay? All you gotta do... Well, I guess if we do a Mar- Marlon right now, can we do Marlon? Marlon? Is that the villain? Marlon? Please? Can that be the villain of the movie? Oh, oh you want Marlon? Oh, really? I guess. I, I, can we do that? Can they do that? On that uh, animated Kill Spider-Man on, on TV? I mean... On, I mean can they kill why Spider-Man? not? I mean, they did kill. They oh, killed Peter. They did kill Peter. Peter in the first. He saw him get pound crushed by Kingpin. We didn't see him like get devoured, like eaten. Oh, I mean, maybe. I would like, like his soul <laughs> getting his soul sucked. <laughs> oh, I would love to see that. I, 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 hey, man, I'm off for negativity, man. If you gotta get negative, let's get negative. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I. Haley Steinfeld. Haley Steinfeld's getting that bag, boy. She's yeah. is Ghost Spider. Oh, I hate calling her that, but, Spider- but just say Spider Gwen. Screw it. <laughs> so, it's just so much better. Spider Gwen with the hood, which is pretty sick. Uh, he got taller. Miles got taller, which is pretty cool. And Miles' new suit looks sick. Twenty ninety nine is back. He looks huge. He's huge. <laughs> Spider twenty ninety nine is huge. It is Oscar Isaac. I oh, that's, so wait, he's playing Miguel O'Hara. Yep. Oh, I mean, I guess so. Why not? He was in the he was in the last one. That's a good scene. Yeah. Huh? Good. Oscar Isaac, my Oscar Isaac, is like one of my big Hollywood uh, lovers. <laughs> I love him. Yeah, I love him. 
I'm digging. I, the Spider-Man content we're getting, I am loving it. Send it, oh baby, bring it on to me. Give it. Yes, it's been a while since yeah, the yep. into the Spider Verse or Spider Verse. Part one. Ooh. Yeah, part one. I'm just like, damn. Like, why not like all of it? It's like Doom, Doom, Doom Part One. Doom. Yeah, dude, I hate that. I hate <laughs> they do Part One shit because I'm just like, why couldn't you just give us the whole thing? I, I don't want to see. Like, off you can't do me like that <laughs> but yeah watch because the movie's gonna end like the villains winning or something and then you're gonna get a little sprinkle of hope <laughs> and then part two comes out and they're like yeah we win <laughs> winning. i think you have that couple movies are really good when they do that i i, I from my opinion but infinity war <laughs> that was cra- i love that that reaction was like oh my god what's going on i said yes yes delete them all <laughs> anywho so but what spider-man do you want to see in this movie mm-hmm. i want to see spider-man <laughs> you know which one i'm talking about the one that's built from spiders is that yes <laughs> that guy creepy creep dude <laughs> Well, it, it's isn't he going? What isn't he? Well, how do you say his name? Spider Man or Men? Spider Men. Spider Men. That's what it is. Spider Men. He's like, he's like, I want to see Silk. Give me Silk, dog. Silk. Spider Spider Man is so scary and creepy. Like when you like got his origin, that stuff is like horrifying, and like it's just like a hive mind. It's so creepy looking, especially like him in motion, mm-hmm. where you see like bits and pieces of him like flying off it's like oh dude spider-man is so creepy and cool i would love to see him Ooh, yes still for me sydney moon please. or like scar or the superior spider-man oh yeah he was i want to see him too that was a good run superior spider-man fire go read that one of the best runs man oh i agree i agree it's up there i was shocked when that happened boy Woo! and there was a blaze that day i tell you wee yeah, people burn their Spider-Man 700. <laughs> I have that issue. <laughs> I have that issue as well, too. You got to, like, paste it or something, but it was sick. It was sick. Go read it. But Morbius also dropped a poster in the trailer. Well, a little mini clip. I'm excited for Morbius. Please. Felicia. Felicia. Yeah, you've been obsessed with that line. <laughs> <laughs> I like Morbius. I want to see it. I, it, looks, it looks really good. I was shocked how good it really looks. So I'm willing to give other Spider-Man villains a try. They're going to make a movie that I want. Like, Mysterio should have got a movie. That'd be cool if he could just do that. Like Clayface. That'd be cool. <laughs> I want Clayface to have a movie. It's easy. Just do an actor, struggling actor, and even kill people. That's all you got to do. Okay? And call it Clay. <laughs> and, 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 Goes to the mirror and his face. He looks up at his face and he fakes his face. He mixes his face. It's all slanted up like a on a Doom Patrol, and he makes his face right, perfect. And he looks in the camera and he winks. Do it, make Oscar Isaac. Goes the credits and it says Clay face. That's all you need to do. The credits roll up. <laughs> Downtown when you're alone. They just get the uh. Who's the director that did Joker? Oh, I don't know. Todd Phillips. Todd Phillips. Just get Todd Phillips to do it. Yes. That's all I want. That's, I, wrote the, I wrote the ending scene for you. That's all you got to do. You know, kills the guy in the closet. He sits down in his makeup chair. Fixes his face itself. And then he goes, you know, it cuts the credits. And he played it when you're alone downtown. And when the downtown, it says face. 
It's clay, then it says face, the title card. That's all you have to do, brother. <laughs> I, I'll do for 20 grand, okay? <laughs> Ooh, he's asking for the big dough. That, okay, but yeah. But Morbius, I want to see Morbius. So bad. I don't know why I'm so hyped for this film. I am secretly hyped for this movie a lot. But yeah, what do you think, Minnie? Sorry, I've been talking. I'm excited. No, <laughs> dude, you're good. No, I'm excited. I, I mean, I'm excited just because, like, doesn't look terrible. And the fact that it's pretty much in our MCU, I'm like, ooh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Anything can happen now. I'm quite curious on how this is going to play yep. out. But. That's it for the show. You have anything else, Betty, my boy? Yeah, dude, we pretty much nailed everything, man. Like always, bro. That's it's that well, it was an interesting, fun week. I could tell what? you that. Have you been listening to my brother? Oh my god, bro. I am a fucking simp boy. All I've been listening to is the boobles. Mmm. Yeah, I'm sorry. Nothing new here, guys. I just finished the Get Back uh, docu-series, and literally that's all I've been playing is Beatles stuff. <laughs> uh, but I have been listening to The Kinks. Oh. I'm trying somebody new. I'm, I'm listening to The Kinks from the beginning to the end. So that's really all I got. What about you? I've listened to Chelsea Cutler and other bands. They're pretty good. Chelsea Cutler's pretty cool. She's pretty sad, but she's pretty sick. I like her music. But also listen to some Kim Petras. She dropped a new secret called Coconuts. You can guess what that's about. <laughs> I, I, I guess coconuts, right? My coconuts. I'm gonna send it to you, man. It's pretty sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm gonna I've been also compiling up my uh, I'm gonna compile up my um my top twenty list and for every year, I'm gonna make a uh, playlist. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm gonna make a playlist and send it to everybody. Uh, myself, this is from 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021. I'm gonna send it to everybody. But that's all I'm to. Oh, yeah. so next Sunday, that's Ooh. our concert, right? Mm hmm. So, 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 all right, so next Sunday, I'm gonna come to you. Is that all right? Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll come. Sure. I'll come to you. So, <laughs> all right, all right. So that's that. I, I was just double checking, but yeah, this has been fun. I had a great time this episode. I love this episode. More music episodes you should do. But yes, thank you for this episode. And Benny, tell us where they can find you on Instagram at Benny J Blanco. No space, no weird uh letter shit. Just Benny J Blanco. And on Twitter at the Benny J Blanco, all lowercase and all one word. Where can they find you, Mr. Gaines? At Sailor Gaines 18. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, everywhere. But also, please don't forget to download us, love us, share us. Please leave a five star rating. If you leave, if you leave a review, I will read it on the air. Let me know you made a review. I love you. We love you. Drink your water. Walk your dog. Love yourself. And yes, yes, because we are trying to grow and yep. we can only do it with the fans. Yes, which is we you. Hearing us rant and rave for an hour. Listen to us, please. Let us know, man. Tell me. I love you guys. But where can they find our POF? <laughs> you can find us at the POF 
Pod, Twitter. That's what you find that. Oh, yes. We love you. Goodbye. And oh, yes. See you, baby. Listen to Ooh. music that you love and drink your yeah. water Big because water. Yes, sir. we'll be hydrated the next time you see us hey. or hear us. Stay black, baby. You oh. as well, brother.